Hi, it's Martin from the Accelerator team. I'm here with Keith Newman from Highlights PR. Hi, Keith. How are Hello you? there. Hi, Martin. Um, we're going to talk about public relations today. PR, public relations. Keith, there's no such thing as bad PR, is there? Well, it depends on who you are. But yes, it's really good if you can get into the media for whatever reason. The difference is if you've done something wrong, you need to know how to manage that and be able to get the right response so that you don't come out looking bad. Right, okay, well, we've gone straight in. Mm. What do you do, first of all, Keith? So, you know, why, why, why would I be interviewing yeah. you about PR? Well, the thing is, with crisis management, I work with a lot of companies where things can potentially go wrong. Um, and you have to be prepared for the worst. So what I do is I prepare statements for any eventuality that might come along. So if something does happen, you've got that straight away. And I can manage that so that the business can actually go ahead and try and put things right in the background. So if you were acting for a large food chain, you would have a bunch of stuff ready yeah. to go out. Small businesses take a view on what could go wrong and what you might need yeah. to cover. Well, even and, with and the idea is then you've got the chronicle ringing up saying, yeah. who do we speak to about this thing that happened? Yeah. They speak to me as the spokesperson. Yeah. But more and more... Most people wouldn't think that was PR. Most people would no. think, well, that's, you know, some, they it's, speak, speak it's, to the lawyers kind of thing, isn't it's it? It's so, defending your reputation. Yeah. Or if you can't do that, it's keeping the status quo so that things don't get worse by saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. Uh, of course, yeah. Uh, so, right, mm. okay then. So, so we've gone straight into the crisis side there, <laughs> but, but PR can be a good thing. It is. And you don't have to wait till you... Yeah. You know, you've poisoned someone to, to, to get in the papers, do you? Yeah, I've got to say that. There are good ways into the papers, aren't there? So let, let's 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 try and do a lot of the positive <laughs> stuff. Um, so, so you know, why would a business need to consider PR? What, how do they make the most of it? What kind of stuff is attractive yeah. to, you know, the press? Well, it's like everything, isn't it? If people know you're there and they like what you're doing, you've got more chance of getting sales from them. And that's what it's about, really. It's about enhancing your reputation, letting people know you're there and showing them what you've actually got. Now, the way I do that isn't by, here's a, here's a company who, let's say, makes widgets. Um, what I do is I wouldn't write a story about the widgets unless it's something new, technology. Particularly innovative widget yeah, or yeah. it's- Which, which we could. Or the Queen's using it or something, but yeah. But it's more, the style I use is the person behind <coughs> the company. So they may have some sort of um, background or story that people want to read about because the, the way I gauge it is if I pick a paper open a newspaper and there's a story there about just say a product you think well, that's a bit boring but if there's something there about the person behind it it immediately becomes much more interesting so, so this is this 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 is quite this could be quite deep then because mm. Simon Sinek and start with why talks about how people don't buy what you do they buy why you do it yeah so yeah, there could be 10 people making beds, mm -hmm. but if the reason you make a bed and the way you make it exactly. is, is driven by a reason or the yeah. place you make it in, or there's a reason I'll, I'll more give, than just a bed. I'll give you an example. Um, a few months ago, I wrote a story. A lady <coughs> came to me and said, I've got a website, which is all about being accessible for people with autism. Right. So nice story, good cause. Um, but when I started interviewing her and I said, why are you doing this? We found out that I, uh, a child was autistic, which again is, is a interesting thing. But when she took the but child, it, but, but, it, it sounds awful saying it. But that's not news, is it? No, it's not news, not yeah. at all. Charity helps people yeah. autistic child. But when I sound callous, but that's not a story, yeah. is it? But when she went to get the tests <coughs> for her child, 
she realised that she was autistic as well at 39 year old. Wow. And that's your story. So it was the woman who had went all the way through her life wondering why she did things in a particular way. Battling against it. Exactly. Yeah. And then it was only when she had a child and got the child tested that she realised and it becomes full circle. And that story got in the newspapers. It she might never have told. She could have just rang someone up and went, oh, I'm starting a charity. Yeah. Oh, great. Well done. And that's what that's what I think puts me aside from everybody else. I, I dig deep to find the story that's there. Now, obviously, some people don't want to be that open, and we'll find a different angle. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you might. It, but, yeah. But that's that's the way I do it. I, I look to see really and what do, the story do, is. Do you, do you find them, Keith? That every everyone does everyone have a story? Everyone has a story. They just because not everyone realised they were autistic at thirty nine, yeah, yeah. so started a charity like. It could be something a lot more mundane. Someone might mm. have a cake shop, mm -hmm. and it, you know, I mean, I suppose it could be, you know, the the secret recipe was their grannies who she got off a Frenchman yeah. in the it, war. It, it makes like that a nice up. story because, you know, particularly with local BBC radio, they love stories like that. They love stories about people who've done something a bit quirky or the fort. We've got a lot of quirky people in the north <laughs> after all. It's a great place, though, isn't it? It's a great <laughs> place. I mean, what makes a good PR story? You see a lot in the business newspapers about new appointments um, I've just done one for a, a, a really um, good renewable business in Washington who've just appointed a new director but it would have been so much it would have been easy for me to say to them let's do the story about you appointing the director but I looked again at what else they've done and they've just been um, appointed to fit solar panels on some of the region's most iconic buildings right one of which is the Theatre Royal so we put the new um, director on top of the Theatre Royal for a photograph with the new solar panels and it makes a much more right. interesting story. So that's interesting. So what you've done there then, Keith, is you, you've linked into my next question, which was going to be, what makes PR different from just advertising? Yeah. Because that solar panel company mm -hmm. may just go, well, we'll just put an advert in the bottom of the corner of the journal or the, you know, on a website. Oh, well, we do solar panels. Yeah. But you've taken an appointment story with a presumably a high value contract of the kind of work they would love more exactly. of. Exactly. And you've linked both together and turned it into a story mm -hmm. and you've got like the third party credibility that the, the paper thought it was worth printing, so mm -hmm. these guys must you've like you've linked a whole load of different things in there, haven't you? The thing is you can tell the difference between adverts and an editorial piece. And an advertorial yeah, is just it's a written totally advert to look yeah. like press, isn't and, it? And and you can tell a mile off. And, and the public aren't stupid. They know you've paid for that yeah but it gives you much more credibility if you get into the newspapers or radio or tv because of the story rather than the advert so you, you mentioned before about the lady who discovered she had autism that was quite a personal thing yeah. there's probably people out there sitting sitting to you, well I, I bet if i chatted with keith you would never find a story about me i, I i'm not special i'm you know i like me widgets i think they're great but You'll never find one. I mean, what's what's what's? Have you got an example of something where it's been a real challenge to try and dig I, something I out? I have. I have. Where you've like had to have a couple of goes and go. Oh, just, just, we'll get there. We'll get there. But only once, and and we did it in the end, and it became one of the biggest stories I've ever done. Right. Um, a photographer. The story was: I've moved out of my bedroom into an office in Sunderland. Can you do a press release about this? He was a wedding photographer, and I thought. That's not a story. So this has gone from 
hobby casual business yeah. to now I'm professional. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, Which again, it's just it's business not the expansion. Thing that you can it's open just, the paper and see that. Because every startup goes yeah. through an expansion stage. Exactly. That, that isn't a story, is it? So I spoke to him and we, we actually sat on this boat in this very spot and we worked out um, whether he'd done any unusual weddings or unusual venues and they were very much mainstream. Lovely lad, but I just couldn't find that thing. And at the end, I said, I've got one more question for you because I just, I, I am at the end of me tether now. And I'll always say, if I can't find the story, I won't take your money because that's not fair. Because, you know, yes, I could have wrote the story about him being a photographer setting up, but it's not going to get anywhere. Yeah. So it's my reputation as well as his. Um, and, he, and I said, what's your hobbies? And he went, oh, well, I'm working on a DVD that's going to Cannes Film Festival about zombie brides. And I went, hang on, you're doing a horror film about brides. You're a wedding photographer by day. You never thought to mention that. You're a zombie photographer by night. And it, and it just went great. We got- we I got, mean, you can imagine the picture all of a sudden, because- well, the, picture, yeah. the pictures are really important Well, I was well. going to come on to that, so don't spoil that, unless right. this is where we're going to talk about it. I think it probably is, because the photograph, he wanted to let people know he was from Sunderland. So we stood on the cliffs at Sunderland overlooking the piers. Yeah. We got him in his wedding three-piece suit with his camera, because it's always important to, to get that in. And then we got three models dressed as zombie brides and bridesmaids. And that photograph and that story went everywhere. Not only local BBC, Sky, it, it went to the newspapers, but it went to specialist magazines as well about movies, about photography. And it ticks all the boxes, doesn't it? it? Zombies, weddings, <laughs> brides, models, yeah. but tech. That was camera. the closest I'd ever been, and yet it became one of the best stories. Ah, right. Yeah. That's quite interesting. So, so yeah, because again, it, the second part of the story, if you, if, you, if you say the story's got three things, it's normally got a photo, mm -hmm. the headline, and the story. Yeah. The first two, the, the, the story, the, the headline and the picture are what determine whether someone's going to read the story, presumably. Well, yes, and I always try to come up with a good headline, but I guarantee that, that if nothing else has changed in the editorial, the headline will, because the, the journalists, they have their own slant on the headline. Ah, right, so, so you might send the story off with, you know, zombie brides, they'll then go, ah, well, we know what gets clicks at our end, yeah. we know what sells. So they might have input in that. But again, you've got to give them something to work with. Yeah. When I started this business, well, when, when I started the business 15 years ago, but when I got the boat eight years ago and it became my office, I came up with a headline for myself, PR firm floats in the city. And that, and that they actually kept that headline, which I was really pleased that. <laughs> go on, go on in. I like that, floats in the city. So actually, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know how this is sounding because we're not expert sound engineers, <laughs> but hopefully you're picking this up. Um, but yeah, we're sitting literally on your office, aren't we? Yes. Um, and, 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 and again, you've been, I mean, this isn't a shameless plug for you, but, it, but, but obviously you use these things to help plug yourself, don't yeah. you? So, because you've been in the top 10, like, coolest offices in Newcastle, haven't you? Yeah. And we're mean, sitting in, surely, which most people can agree, is one of the cool, we'll, we'll slice some pictures in here yeah. of the place around it, but we're sitting in a pretty cool place, aren't we? I'm very lucky that, um, that I, I have, have the boat. Um, she's called Highlights, the same as the business. She's regularly seen all up and down the river. Um, and it's a good advertisement for my, my, my business, but it's a great place to meet and it's a great place to work because yeah. it's lovely and quiet. It's, it's peaceful. 
if it rains you've got the cover you just you know if it's, yeah, yeah. If it's sunny all the windows are open and it's just it's a good place for my own well-being as well as my clients and of course my clients love the odd trip up and down the river as well and and, and i'm sure they love coming here for meetings it's it's quirky it's yeah. a little bit strange you know so uh, james our producer on these he's like god this is great you know like really excited um so yeah um but all, but, but also it's it, it, again i think it's probably a while ago but you were also you know like one of the most influential twitter users and so again you, you can't just pump any old crap out to, no, no, to, no. to like get people to like follow you retweet you yeah, yeah. to be seen as an influencer because pr and this whole modern trend of like influencer that that's what pr's been doing for years isn't it influencing people's uh, that's, that's buying exactly. decisions exactly yeah that's that's a, that's the whole top and bottom of it it makes people come to that business and, and you know it's not just about sales either it's about it's about enhancing reputation it's about um you know reinforcing your brand it's it's everything really yeah. uh, it's but there is a limit as well because sometimes you see pr companies oh, we'll do a story for you every three weeks every four weeks it's, sometimes it's too much there might not be a story exactly and that's that goes back to i won't do a story unless there's a story there because yes and you could, can't make there be a story can you well you can that, but, no, I, but, I, it, but it always comes across it'll as feel like you're forced it out rather than and, and you know colleagues in the, in, the, in the media will say oh there's another one from that business and they'll get fed up you yeah. know unless you're some big and i have got some big businesses where they ask us to do a story every every month and there's a lot happening and but there's a lot happening yeah and one I mean, if you're, you know we're sitting in the shadow of the sage mm. here I, yeah. I wish there was more shadow because we're yeah. probably washed out here it'd look like we're hiding from the, <laughs> the police here keith would be like blacked out um but um you know if you're like the sage yeah they're in all the time but but they've got exciting stuff happening all well, the time well that's right yeah. and like there's some of my businesses and organizations where they're, they're doing something every every month so there may be a charity story they're doing or it may be a new it may be a new sort of um premises that they're, they're, they're yeah. moving on or they're taking on a new contract or a new ambassador yeah. celebrity ambassador but, or i don't know something. but yes yeah, small medium enterprise you know I, I would say probably three to four times a year is is more than enough yeah that gives you time to, to build up like I, I work with the people's kitchen i work with a lot of charities and they've got things going on all the time so that yeah. that that's a that's great because there's it, always something happening and to, to to be honest you know i mean people's kitchen at the minute obviously there's a mm. heat versus eat there's a cost yeah. of living crisis when there isn't a cost of living crisis there's a businesses are doing more to help people who aren't riding the wave as them you, you can like again you can come up with why people should support the people's kitchen yeah. in any weather can't you well i've just done a, a huge campaign with north tangside business forum about the effect on small businesses yeah. of this and we've had i think three television companies involved radio newspapers and whilst it's not going to help the businesses it highlights those businesses plates yes. and it might just make the public think let's go and support them a bit more the, 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 the next the next interesting difference i think between an advert and pr or it feels like you tell me if i'm wrong is that a pr story for your zombie photographer probably saw him get a surge of oh, yeah. queries but actually he wasn't necessarily selling his services it, mm. it wasn't a no. you know 20 percent like dfs advert people say to me sometimes but... new people to pr when i write the press release they'll say but you haven't got my website on it 
and that's not what it's about. People the, are fine. The here. newspapers won't print your website unless it's a thing like the People's Kitchen where it's donate here. Yes, you know? um, but they won't do it. So why put it on? It just annoys the journalists when you do things like when that. When you try and sneak it in, you yeah, say, oh, yeah, come on, yeah. Keith, you know better than that. You can yeah. put it on, like for example, when I put a story on my own website for my clients, I can put it on then, and they're going to get that extra hit. But as soon as you send it to the media, they're not, they're not going to do it because they could easily say, well, that turns into an advert now. Yeah. But, yeah. It, but in, in the, in the point is, though, so your, your zombie guy probably did get a surge. He got a huge but, amount, But yeah. some people might just get awareness that yeah. doesn't necessarily turn into a direct hit. Exactly. And it's, it's, it, awareness is part of the reason why you need to be out there, isn't it? If people I, need to know who you are. If I get someone onto into a newspaper and they publish it in that online version or something like Big Daily, yeah. when you do a Google search on that company, it comes straight at the top. Yeah. And it gives that credibility as well. So somebody searching for that company and gets a press thing at the top is going to read that and think, ah, I like that company or they've done well or they're the type of people I can trust and get on with. Yeah. I mean, we met many years ago through B&I, yeah. which, which, which we're not here to talk about B&I, but in B&I they have this thing called VCP, visibility, mm -hmm. credibility, profitability. And mm -hmm. in, 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 in before that, there's invisibility. You can be the, you can sell the best cakes in the world. Yeah. If no one knows where your shop is, what you, you know, yeah, you'll have a little local spread. Yeah. But you've got to become visible to a wider market, which is just part of that, isn't it? And then the credibility comes from the third party. Oh, well, I've been in the Chronicle a couple of times, and they were on ITV, and oh, yeah, there's another couple of websites they've been mentioned on. Mm -hmm. Couple that with good reviews on your Facebook, your Google, and all of a sudden you're starting to build a, it's an overall presence, isn't it? And you add social media to that. Yeah. The amount of people when I'm monitoring my clients' Facebook pages, for example, when they've been on TV or on radio, and the amount of good things people say, oh, you are great, you're fantastic, it was lovely hearing about your business. Now, I saw you on the telly yeah, the other day. Yeah, and and I get a buzz from that because I know that my clients are getting a, a bigger buzz because people have seen them on the TV. Because also the way social media works now, if you can generate any interest at all, you know, we, we, we accidentally trip over good stories on our social media pages mm -hmm. and you see the you know the, the activity peaks yes. and you think yeah. oh. and it's not to be honest for us believe it or not accountancy isn't that exciting to most people <laughs> um but we, we we know for instance on facebook people love to see personal stories mm -hmm. they love it if someone's doing a charity bike ride or, yeah. or we're doing a new team photo or i don't know we're doing stuff like that. people love that kind of stuff they don't they don't look up a facebook page because they want to know about forecasting mm -hmm. or you know no. tax heaven forbid my specialist topic but yeah that's exactly what it is so because again this pr that's is, is 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 that why it's so important to go behind the widget mm -hmm. into the person and, and and again it's the well, why their widget yeah. oh well they're a local business they're an ex-veteran they're a whatever oh well that's the reason to buy theirs exactly is it because people do, do, you know are, are you tapping into the fact that people buy with their mind because you well, could buy a cake from anywhere. There's hundreds of photographers. Yeah, there's yeah. hundreds of widgets. People need a reason to pick theirs, don't they? I think it's it's simpler than that. I think it's just if if you can connect with someone, you're more likely to buy. So so reading a story about somebody and thinking, you know, what a lovely thing they've done, or I've, I can relate to them because I've got a similar problem or I've went through the same sort yeah. of thing. It it gives you that empathy with them. And that's probably why people buy from people, because if you if if you had to choose from three people who are supplying carpets, and you've just read a story about a guy who 
um, set up a corporate company and then employed his two sons who were also corporate cutters, uh, corporate fitters, and then appointed apprentice. And, and you know, you're probably much more likely to buy from them than anybody else. Keith's laughing because I'm standing on his foot because he keeps tapping his foot and probably wobbling the camera. I know you you wouldn't believe I do. We're, we're I not. Do, we're not uh... I, I, I do media training as well. That's one of the. Things I know that... you did because I, I remember years ago. Can you remember we we went up to um... we went up this this Hollywood special school in 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 Morpeth, didn't we? And we and, and we did it with Sue Sweeney. Sue, Sue, can you remember? Sweeney, and there was yeah. a lad from our office. <laughs> can, can, and you remember what she asked him? Can, 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 you you won't remember this, but uh, I don't I don't know if we can take tag Andrew Bonney who used to work in our place um, and we turned up and, and, and we'd done all this like oh well you might get asked this da, 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 yeah. and Andrew was a good looking lad to Aye. be fair um, and Sue Sweeney's first question was well my next guest here you know when I see accountancy on a Sunday morning you're probably thinking no oh, not but man if you could see this lad what a specimen <laughs> something like that I'm paraphrasing but fair play to Andrew like because he just had a bit of training <laughs> He didn't miss a beat, he didn't, yeah. uh, even that was good fun actually. Yeah, I, I love doing media training, I, I really that, do, actually. because people think, oh no, it's going to be so scary. It's not, it, it's, it can be scary when it's real, Yeah. but if you've done it beforehand, it makes it a lot, a lot better. You know, I, I do a lot of crisis management, we mentioned before, and, and sometimes I do have to go on TV and, and, and be the spokesperson yeah. and keep the straight face and show the party line. And it can be scary but when you've done it and you think not only have i done well for me i've done well for that client yeah, yeah. you know and let's, let's, let's talk about that crisis management a bit then keith because there, there is the old saying there's no such thing as bad pr it's all awareness people will remember the name they might not know why but you don't want to be in the paper because you get repeatedly poisoning people if no, you no. if you or, or your widgets keep chopping people's fingers yeah. off or whatever you know so uh, you know, I mean, most businesses will probably have a disaster recovery plan for if their shop burns mm -hmm. down, they're insured. Um, if they lose all the data, they've hopefully got a backdoor. Mm -hmm. There's that kind of stuff. But the certain kind of businesses and sectors presumably should, like, probably spend a bit of time being ready in case something should. terrible happens. They need to work out what could go wrong in their business. Now, things like natural disasters and stuff. Well, you know, you can you can't account for that, but things like you just said data going down poisonings you know a sudden death especially in, in companies who, who you know look after people and things like yeah. that care homes etc where it's not <coughs> it's not the norm um, so they should really have a, a few scenarios and, and I can help them to write those statements to, to so when things go wrong it saves time yeah. time is of the essence because there's well, nothing worse than the phone ringing and it's tainties or the BBC saying tell me now Aye. if your shop's just been closed yeah. because you've been linked to a salmonella outbreak yes. or an e coli yeah. outbreak yeah. the last thing you want to do is think what the hell am i going to tell the papers exactly so if you've just got something ready to go now people might think yeah but what's the chances of that happening mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be elaborate presumably no, it, it just doesn't. needs to be something doesn't it it as you know it, it doesn't have to be dramatic either like mm. in that sense i work a lot with charities and sometimes charities have volunteers and sometimes you don't know the backgrounds of those volunteers and something could crop up about that person yeah that's going to end, uh, ruin the reputation of that charity so again i have to react very fast if i get a phone call they'll say what do we do and i'll say right 
you you work out what you're going to do with the HR or, or your, your people who look after yeah, that. Yeah. I'm going to write a statement. It'll be with <coughs> you in half an hour. You approve it. And then if the newspapers get a hold of it, you've got something. We've got something. And yeah. that can change all the time as, as information comes about. Yeah. Um, and sometimes the best crisis management is to say nothing or say nothing in a clever way where you say something, but you say nothing. It's easier done. Well, it's easier said than done, I think. There is an art to it. Yeah, yeah. okay then. Right, right okay. <laughs> um, so, so, Keith, what I mean, what, what, what one thing we normally try and ask people as we start to wrap these up is, what's the... Actually, I'll come back to that because cause, cause what we haven't touched on yet is a lot of what we've talked about is getting on into what, what you could call the old stream, old, mm. old, old style press. Yeah. Getting into the papers, web, websites of papers, um, possibly on you know Northeast News or whatever, mm -hmm. or, or your lo you know largely. Do, does most of this just translate just as easily to social media then? Because pe most people now, are presumably, would class themselves as doing their own PR every other day when they're doing their social media posts. Yeah. Is are there lessons to be learned there about the type of posts, the type of? It's the same sort of thing, I suppose. If you make it engaging and interesting for people to read, your social media can be as interesting as as, as your PR. One of the main social media things I do is, is a newsletter, and that incorporates a lot of the stories that I've done for my clients, so it gives my clients another um, hit, yeah. basically, when I send it to 3,000 on my list. Yeah. Um, so I, I do a magazine every two, three months. Uh, a newsletter. Yes, the and I presume your autistic charity, yeah, uh, there, your zombie yeah. brides. They they were all in there whenever they it's, were in exactly. there. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the last Which one. actually is a great, great bit of advertising for you as well, isn't mm -hmm. it? I got this got this photographer all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And, and people hopefully share and say, Keith did that for us from yeah. highlights. PR. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's the whole whole thing. So, so 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 one thing we're trying kind of end on then is, is 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 what's what's the thing that businesses get most wrong about PR right I'll tell you what I can guarantee first I can guarantee you a good a finding a good story and writing a good story getting professional photography and I've got good contacts to get it out there yeah so if you reverse that that's what they get wrong a lot of people think they can write and I've I've seen businesses send me press releases fantastic but they're not in the right style for newspapers or media yeah. so it's it's about knowing the styles of the newspapers so read lots of newspapers I know it sounds stupid yeah but I read every Northeast newspaper every day of course I'm looking for my clippings but I also look at the other the things feel, as well because if you know yeah. the kind of stuff that the editor is allowing in yes it's yes. easier to imitate, it's, isn't it? It is. And if, if you because you're never going to change them to your way, are you? No. Well, if you do it in the style that they they like, it's less work. Hopefully, they copy and paste it and put that's it in, that. and it, and that's great. So, that's the first thing. It's all about having the style right. Yeah. Photography. I could go on all day about photography. It's my, one of my pet hates. Some of the photographs that you hate photographers. No, I love photographers. <laughs> but you hate a bad, bad photo bad photos are just terrible is it bad photo or the wrong photo sometimes both presumably probably both sometimes the, the photo must tell the same story as the writing you know yeah and I, I remember once because so because again if you're selling the best widget in town mm -hmm. the reason you're selling them great but you cannot then just send a product 
of a you know a product shot of a widget. Can, can people you? think that? I'll think, say. Oh, here's me widget. Yeah. You're never going to get a photo of a widget. It ain't going to happen. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you an example. Many years ago, when I first started off, and before I used the professional photographer I use now, um, there was a, a guy who said he did PR and photography, and I was really busy. And I said, I'm doing doing something for a, a, a dog food factory. So will you? <laughs> yes, will you go and take a photograph, right? And what he did was he stood miles away, so he got the factory in, and the people were that big. Uh. Whereas if he brought the people forward to so the factories in the background and maybe he's had some dog food product, it was awful. And, that, and, that, and that's one of the mistakes people make. Get the people in focus. It's all about people. Yeah. And, and so that good photography and contacts. Uh, many a time I've Cause, had... Cause, 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 mm -hmm. Sorry, Keith, before you put in there, because most people go, well, actually, I've, I've, I've read the papers for years. I've looked at the photos. I've got a photo, a story. I've got a headline which will hopefully get their attention. Where the hell do I send it? Yeah, and and, and you can't just make that up, can you? And and no. If you don't know people, you don't know people. Nah. I mean, there are generic websites, uh, email addresses for for the public uh, to to use. If you've got a story, send it in. But yeah, but you're I, competing I, against I thousands you, of people. I tend to send it to individuals. You know yeah. that you've built that relationship over with years. Um, and I've had people coming to me and saying, "Well, I, I've wrote my own press releases." So, and I say, "Well." Where have they appeared? I was going to say, yeah. Uh, well, nowhere. So, you know, it's like... We get that. People do their own exactly, accounts. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah but yeah. they weren't very good. <laughs> I, I, can, I can drive this boat, but I can't fix it. Yeah, so I bring uh, somebody in to fix it. Yeah. And and if I tried to fix an engine, it would cost me much more in the end of the day than actually yeah. getting a professional to do it. And that's why I use professional photography as well. I suppose the moral is let the business owner make the story yeah and let's so, let, get someone to help you tell it exactly yeah yeah good exactly. well that's a little strap line we'll let you have that key <laughs> uh, but listen i wished for a bit of shade earlier well you've got it we, we haven't been let down when <laughs> my right arm and keith's shoulder's soap and wet now so we'll probably call it there thanks very much keith i really appreciate no your time um where can people find you you're all over highlights pr highlights pr yeah highlights pr.co.uk i'm on facebook i'm on twitter at highlights pr or you can ring us 07814 and that's how it works. Most people in the north, you know, I, I'm, I'm a typical lad from the northeast who doesn't get on a boat often, <laughs> so I always like to come and see you. I hope you've got something from that. Um, as always, please let us have some feedback in the comments. Make sure you hit the like button and subscribe. It really does help the channel to grow. Um, and also check out Keith on Thank all you. of his social media channels.